Welcome to your commercial break, where we talk about all things consumerism. I'm your host, Garrett, joined by my co-host, Connor. Hello. And Jared. Hi. <laughs> you okay, Jared? It sounds yeah. like... You excited to be here? Yeah, it's awkward. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Good start. Love it. All right. I'm going to start off with a game called Two Realities and a Falsehood. I have three wrestling personalities here. Two of them are real. One of them I made up. My co-hosts are going to have to try to figure out which one's which. All right. First guy. First guy is named the, hon- the Honky Tonk Man. Fake. What? Sorry, was that the point of the game? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> well, you might want to hear all the answers first. Okay. All the, all the options. His real name is Roy Wayne Presley Ferris, with Presley in quotes is his nickname. He wears like a full blue, like one of those like Elvis-like jumpsuits, you know, with sort of the flared legs and the big V collar. Yeah. Um, his signature move is called El Kabong. And basically, just hit someone over the head with a guitar. Oh. Can I ask questions? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Uh, excuse me? Why is it El Caban? Am I, like, dumb and missing something? Or does that not make any, like, well, does that not El Cab- track with all the other things? El Cabong is from an uh, old cartoon. It's called, uh, I don't know, but it's about a horse with a Zorro mask. And he bat- his only power is bashing people over the head with a guitar. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. And then he has a little donkey. Are you friend. fucking with me? Is this real? Yeah, that's a real that's a real show from like the sixties or seventies, I think. This isn't the two truths and a lie inside of the two truths and a lie? No. Oh yeah, where I have to give you falsehoods and you have to weed out my ones also. Yeah, it's the two truths and a lie where Jared lies to me. <laughs> that would okay, be- okay. I got. El- I understand El Kabong perfectly. He's in my mind. Uh, he's obviously fake, but I need more information. Well, that's El Kabong. El Kabong is his signature move. This oh, guy is the Honky Tonk Man. Right, is his name. Mm-hmm. Right, the Honky Tonk Man. I- his theme song. Get this is Honky Tonk Man parentheses theme song by the Honky Tonk Man. Oh, he has his own theme song. <laughs> oh, I like that's right. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's exactly it. Fun fact about this guy, he held the WWF Intercontinental Championship for 64 weeks. It's a lot of weeks. This is a pretty successful wrestler. That's over yeah. over a year? Yeah. Which which um, wrestling organization was it? The WWF Intercontinental oh, Championship. okay. The most important wrestling federation. Mm, okay, okay. Okay, here's the second option. William Business Bill Kelly. His real name is William Kelly. His outfit oh, is a business suit with torn arms. Oh, sick. Um, his signature move is called Give Him the Business. And he just, like, kind of side-smacks someone with a with a heavy briefcase. That's pretty cool. I, I don't care if this guy's real or not. I really like him. His theme song is, or his walk-up song, right, is Life's Been Good by Joe Walsh. It's a classic. A real song. Um, his fun fact is he was the opponent of the famous wrestler Macho Man Randy Savage's first match. Oh. Okay. So before, you know, Randy Savage was big, this was uh, he was Business Bill was his first opponent. And uh Business Bill won that match. So Macho Man Randy Savage lost his first ma- match is what you're uh, like implying here. That's right. Which I don't believe. Yeah, impossible. <laughs> 
He was born the to be a hero. The had not risen to the top yet. He was born to be a hero from the beginning. That his name was Macho Man when he was born. Yeah. No, he started as a heel, and then he did a, he did a face turn later in his career. Did he? Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Cool. Sure. Okay. Here's the last one. You might have a couple questions about this one. His name is Too Tough Tony. So the the number two, mm-hmm. tough spelled T U F F, and then Tony. <laughs> is uh, it his a real name? Is YouTube wrestler? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think he comes hey, on guys, after Too Tough Tony here. Make sure to smash that like button as I smash this guy's face. In. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Too Tough Tony comes on if you fall asleep listening to PewDiePie. Oh and just, yeah, like you definitely. wake up and you're just like, who the fuck is Too Tough Tony? And like, why is he talking about how like Nazis were right or something? <laughs> Uh, his real name is Tony Borcherding. Um, his outfit is he wears like baggy baggy leather pants, which I guess is a thing, with the with Tony like down the leg, and just a black t-shirt. Um, his signature move is the meteorite fist, which is a right-handed knockout punch with a burning glove. Okay, obviously this is where I have the question. I. Uh... Does he light no, it on fire? No, there's something you'll have a bigger question about, but go ahead. Does he light it on fire? Like, or does he does he light it on fire himself, or does he like get knocked out of the ring and then like rise like a phoenix with his flaming glove? Um, you know, I'm not sure. Um, I liked, I do like your idea though. Right, yeah, like right. he gets knocked out, he plunges it into gasoline that he has there. Maybe his <laughs> corner coach brings it. Right, sure. You think Lines he's using gasoline? <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Not that's the that's, first flammable thing I thought. Yeah, of. exactly. It's the most yeah, flammable thing you could think of. Thanks for calling him out on that, because like I was comfortable just letting that one run. What I mean, what else would you use? Lighter fluid? I don't know. I don't know. What's the difference? Cornstarch uh, or some shit. Probably, wait, hold, okay. Now hold on. <laughs> cornstarch? I mean, yeah, like well, I know that you can blow fireballs with cornstarch. Yeah, but that's powder, just like that's powder sugar. I think cornstarch also works because I don't think it's like the act of it being powdered sugar is how you make the fireball. I think it's because it's like a really fine dust. Yeah. That's what you can do the fireball with. But but I don't th- think it's like an explosion, right? No. no. It's like bur- it's like on fire. It's burning. Yeah. For at least a minute. Or, you know, you're t- oh, well, you're now actually, referencing the glove, right? I just Googled it and yes. it's actually CGI fire. It's not real fire. It's fake fire. Well... Okay. You, you know, you may think this is a high-budget wrestler, but um, his fun fact, he's actually the three-time JCW heavyweight champion. What is JCW? JCW is real. I know that. What does that mean? It's just a different wrestling like to... um, organization. Do you know what it is, Jared? Um, I don't know what it actually is, though. It is the Juggalo Championship of wrestling. Oh, yes. Okay, you've given me everything I needed to hear. Okay, so he's real and he's beautiful. <laughs> that makes sense that I know about that because the one guy I know who likes wrestling definitely also is tangentially interested in Juggalos. No, those, those are two, <laughs> like, subcultures that are, like, you know, it's like the Venn diagram's, like, almost just a circle. Totally. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if at every wrestling match, Fago is the only thing that is sold. <laughs> The only drink. And, like, you can go out back and, like, pay money to throw meat at women or something. <laughs> okay, That's not you, just... 
What that's do you guys think your Juggalo one. names would be? Oh, that's a good question. Uh, can we? Do we have like a format for the names? Like, well, can I put they, this into a generator? They've all got swears, right? Yeah. Like, um, what are some classic ones? I can't think of any, but there's stuff like I'm sure like Bitch Face McMuffin is one. Um, like they're just absolutely insane. That sounds like too cute and adorable though to be a Juggalo name. It's probably a Juggala, a girl. Juggalette. Juggalette. I like that. <laughs> uh, I, I was thinking, the first thing that came to my mind was uh, my Juggalo name is a uh, bitch too curious. <laughs> because I like I like science and shit, so like I'm always learning stuff, but like, that bitch is too curious. Bitch too curious. <laughs> too curious is yeah. a pretty good one. Thank you. It's obviously also, it's a two. Like the number two. Obviously. And it's all one curious. word. All lowercase. Hmm. Who would mine be? I'm thinking maybe I could be like Garrett, go and give it to him. Oh, that's pretty good. <laughs> I like it. I really like that. Maybe I should start going by that. Garrett, go and give it to him. <laughs> that makes you sound way tougher than you are. <laughs> <laughs> well, isn't that isn't that a big part of Juggalo culture though? Oh, like, totally. Yeah. Yeah, it's like presenting as like the ultra masculine version of yourself. But, like, for some reason, wearing clown makeup. Well, yeah, that's the ultimate, like, that's the most masculine thing you can do, is just be a clown. Hmm. Jared, do you have a juggalo name? My juggalo name is going to be probably, like, Fuck Fuck the Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's pretty good. I feel like, you know, it doesn't tell a lot about your personality, like, directly, but I think the name kind of does, you know, reveal some things about you. Yeah, Fuck Fuck the Fucker. (laughs) <laughs> fuck fuck is a really good name for like a barbarian in D&D where it's like hey what's up what's fuck fuck doing <laughs> and fuck fuck smash yeah hey okay. speaking of what? there's okay. one last one last thing about Too Tough Tony mm-hmm. one last thing his theme song is Sippin by Boondocks wow that makes sense that, that makes sense for the Juggalo yeah. Do you know, are you guys familiar with Boondocks? Because I was not. I had to look up who Boondocks no, was. No, can you tell but me the, more about Boondocks? The name gives away a lot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sure, yeah. So, Boondocks, basically, I looked him up. He looks, he is a juggalo. It sure looks like it. He dresses up as basically like a creepy scarecrow. Oh, that's sick. Yeah. So, he has some like crazy kind of like straw hair and, um, you know, some scarecrow um, makeup on. All right, so let's have you guys guess here. Who is real? Who is not real? We have uh, the Honky Tonk Man. We have uh, Business Bill and Too Tough Tony. Elkabong is fake. Me. I gotta say yeah, Elkabong. 100% with the, my original guess, uh, yeah. the first guy's not real. Yeah, you nailed it off the top. <laughs> no, the Honky Tonk Man is real. <laughs> oh, thank God. And his signature move is called Elkabong. <laughs> Should have made sense. Like I should have believed that because like none of his shit made sense, which sounds more like a low tier wrestler. Just be like, let me add a bunch of shit together and make myself a wrestling persona. No cohesion. Well, you would think so, but this guy—I mean, the fact about him holding the championship for sixty-four weeks is true. That's a crazy one. That means he was really good. Yeah, apparently he was really good. Yeah. Okay, so our options now are too tough, Tony, or. I don't even remember the second guy. I have zero idea. The businessman. Business 
This is it. Also, does imply that Macho Man Randy Savage lost his first wrestling match, and I don't want to believe that. Yeah, and I also don't want to believe that Too Tough Tony isn't real. So I'm gonna go ahead and say, <laughs> go ahead and say that Businessman is fake. I I'm also gonna go with Jared. You're correct. Business Bill is not real. I do not know if Macho Man Randy Savage lost his first match or not. Oh, hold on. We can figure that out pretty quickly. You did a, you did a good okay, job yeah, with do. that one by making it mundane enough for like, well, it's super believable that some guy's like in a suit and he's just like hits him with a briefcase. Very believable. <laughs> okay. Hold on. I, I need to interrupt the quick segment. Uh, hello. We're playing a Google autocomplete time. So I typed in, did Macho Man Randy Savage. What do you think the first return is for that? Die. <laughs> No, that is not in the first, like, five returns. Oh, man. I was going to say, like, juice. Like, do steroids. No. Uh, did Macho Man Randy Savage play baseball? <laughs> oh, and what's the answer to that? I was kind of close on the juicing thing then. Oh, yeah, right. About uh, the same time. I don't think. Wait, hold on. Uh, I'll be back in a second. I got to figure this out. I um, um, wrestling related. I have a friend, Miles Roberts, who really likes wrestling. And one time we went to Arizona for a comedy festival and we had like this Airbnb and the whole bottom floor was like this big TV with a big couch. And he spent, I don't know, a couple hours watching Japanese wrestling. And man, that is the coolest wrestling without a doubt. These guys are crazy. Sumo, Jared. One, no, it was like, no, it's like classic, like WWE style wrestling except that these guys personas are just extra crazy and their moves are extra crazy one guy his move is he climbed up onto like the corner ring right and like stood there and then he would just like stiffen like a board and plank and fall and headbutt them as like a, a stiff board smashing them with your head oh that's so cool that's pretty fantastic yeah and uh, the characters are fantastic what was the name of this like organization thing Oh, I have no idea. It's some Japanese oh. wrestling. It's probably like, I want to say JWF, but I'm just guessing. It's fact. It's JWF. Okay, cool. <laughs> I'm believing you. Uh, yes, Macho Man Randy Savage, a.k.a. Ron, Ron Santo. Uh, he played for the St. Louis Cardinals and the Cincinnati Reds in the minor leagues. Oh, wow. Like the early okay. 70s. Yeah, he played okay. like four years. Um, it is the he, Japanese it, professional wrestling. The JPF. Yeah. Got you. I mean, right, that was good. I think that was a good segment. <laughs> that was funny. Good segment. Let's have. Let's play good the. Se- let's time, play the theme time. song for good segment. And that's what we'll put that in later. Oh, cool. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Should we like in the in the show review our segments? Like mm, bad segment. Yeah, of course. So. Throw in a cue for bad segment. <laughs> performance review just through the whole thing it's like so like how, that, how do you think that went i think that went pretty well <laughs> uh my mom for thanksgiving she messaged me it, very sweet i think she's really been recently trying to engage in my hobbies more when i'm there so like they've come down and like play, my parents have like come and like sat with me while i played video games and asked me about it and she had asked me, she's like, hey, uh, do you have any card games that you would want to play for Thanksgiving? And if you do, like, I'll buy them so we can all, the three of us can play together. Which sent me down the rabbit hole of trying to figure out, like, 
games that are going to be easy enough for my parents to understand um, that also would like not be awful to play and totally. good like good for three players which is nothing because there are <laughs> nothing that fit those criteria <laughs> and my mom's like what about that game like the humanity one and i was like do you mean cards against humanity and i was like can we play apples to apples instead please <laughs> I want to be reasons. nice with my family, please. <laughs> well, because I, I think Apples to Apples is actually a funnier game. Because, like, it's just, there's no shock humor, which is fine. But it me- makes everyone have to be creative with their jokes. Mm-hmm. But also, like, I don't want to have to explain to my mom what Bukaki is. <laughs> she already or knows. I do wish there was, like, a middle ground. She's an adult. Against humanity and Apples to Apples. <laughs> yeah. Yes, Garrett. But also, I do worry even more that I won't have to explain to my mom what Bukaki is. <laughs> <laughs> So you guys have never played Cards Against Humanity with with your parents or with family? No, no, I have. I have. I have. I have too. Yeah. It usually just devolves to they just laugh at like the grossest card possible. Yeah. You know, they're like, oh, that's so naughty. No, you know, do you think it's because like we've been desensitized yes. because we're on mm-hmm. the internet like yes. all fucking day? Honestly, yes. the funniest way to play Cards Against Humanity is to try and not be gross and try and play like really wholesome. Um, and it was, what was the card that I played? I played... Um, it was uh, things things that you you want to hear your family say, and it, the, I think the card I played was just "I love you." Oh, <laughs> that's nice. That's cute. It was just sweet and fun. It's fun to be really nice and wholesome in that game because everything else is just nasty. So, uh, no, you're right. That's great, uh, Garrett. To speak to your earlier point about like a middle ground i think there is one we the g- version of apples to apples we're about to play is called rotten apples which i think oh. is like cards against humanity trying to be a little raunchy nice which i think i'm into because it's more like implications of like sex things rather than just like pac-man uncontrollably guzzling cum the card sure yeah does it just say like is one of the cards just like but <laughs> it's like ha 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 probably <laughs> like mildly naughty i'm uh hold on i'm looking up some rotten apples card examples it's like marijuana (laughs) (laughs) or just the word ugly (laughs) it's like a little mean but not quite gross i found uh this is a review of rotten apples by on a website called (laughs) momstart.com rotten apples a great pick for family game night yeah, they have cards like the 1% and a mountain of credit card debt. So like <laughs> it does seem kind of mom oriented. It's very it's very mom. Oh, Honestly, they have like finishing a bottle of wine by noon. <laughs> they have like forgetting to pick up your kids from soccer practice. <laughs> from like I swear practice? you've been doing this for months. How do you forget? Mom. Mom. <laughs> you guys ever get left at school as a kid? Uh, no. I never had. Had you? Yeah, definitely. My mom definitely forgot me once or twice. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. You had to hang out. Do in you the think teachers. it was on purpose? Um, maybe. <laughs> no, it was definitely, it was one of those early days, you know, where sometimes they had school early. that she just <laughs> didn't know. So that was like two, three hours I was just waiting. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. And then it happened to my sister also, so we do not let my mom forget it. Yeah, <laughs> she I'm will sure never that's why like she down. holds close to her for like for a long time. All right, you guys want to go to commercial break? Yes. All right, we're gonna go to commercial break really quick, and we'll be right back to commercial break. Wait, we are commercial break. What's happening? <laughs> <laughs> 
Thank you to Squarespace for sponsoring this show. Squarespace is a new online social media platform that is exclusively for squares like you and me. Through their innovative process of weeding out funny, attractive, and otherwise interesting people, you can be sure that all the users you're interacting with are as mundane as you are. You can get started right now by browsing through some of their most popular subsquares. That's right, there are communities dedicated to talking about topics that show no personality whatsoever, like coffee, the office, and dogs. I'm a big fan of the subsquare about mechanical keyboards. So give it a try and check out www.squaresspace.com. Maybe you'll see Jared, Connor, or me on there. No, you won't see can me on there. I'm not there. I'm cool. I'm the cool one. Establishing now. Garrett, I just want to say, that was a very good ad break. Yeah, it was. I'm very well, I'm very proud of your work there. Or getting us a good sponsor. We're still in the ad, right? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jared, way to throw our sponsor under the bus right there. Come on, they're taking a big risk sponsoring the very first episode of a show that no one's going to listen to. Well, you know, if we set it up now that we're not going to stick to the copy, we don't have to stick to the copy in the future. They say the best podcast ads are the ones that sound like they're, you know, kind of in the show. Totally. So you got a point there. All right. I was thinking that we could, you know, we got some time. We could help give back to the greater online community and help out people in need. So, and who are looking for answers. So I have gone on Yahoo Answers and sorted by some of the questions that still need answering. So I want to see if you guys wanted to maybe help out and answer some questions. Are we looking at some like how to make Babby stuff or are we? <laughs> I mean, you know, there's, there's, there's everything on this site. Love it. Okay. How so here's one in the mental health category. I'll read the, um, the, the question and the description here from anonymous. I'm found out there is caffeine addicts, anonymous support groups. Most people did laugh at you, and then people at my church even laughed at me, said it's only coffee they don't realize how some people can hardly go to work and get anything done because they're so addicted, spend money on expensive coffees when they're really broke. And then this person updated their question about 10 minutes ago. I'm not the only one that realizes that for some people, caffeine addiction is a deadly disease that ruined your life. There are no answers to this question. Do you guys um, want to help this person out? Yeah, there's no answers. That's honestly sadder than the question. <laughs> <laughs> it was posted pretty recently. Hmm. But you can tell they're waiting because they updated, They posted this like 30 minutes ago, and then they updated it about 10 minutes ago. So they're eagerly awaiting an answer. Okay, so here's, okay. here's my answer. When caffeine too bad, try, try not have... <laughs> One every day, night, or week. Give back to store man and goodbye. <laughs> That's true. I wouldn't be able to understand it. Couldn't, right, you, right. couldn't you have let me go, fir- like, go first so that I wouldn't have to follow that? That's really good. <laughs> Real quick, though, I, I, I don't think this person is a caffeine addict. They're just asking if anyone else has heard of caffeine addicts. Oh, are they not a caffeine addict? 
they, they said their original question is I'm found out there is Caffeine Addicts Anonymous support groups. <laughs> I guess that's a good point. Uh, mm. what, what's this user's name? Anonymous. So, so anonymous. I would just like to remind you that uh, it's going to take anywhere between 50 and 100 cups of coffee to kill you of a caffeine overdose. So, hey, just like you stick at 40 a day, you're fine. Dude, ride that lightning. You're good. Good point. Or a friend that you are Yahoo answering for. Yeah, uh, well, of course it's for a friend. Every embarrassing question is for a friend. It's true. Of course. Um, I will say, I so when I first moved to Los Angeles, my mom came and visited me. We went on Price is Right because we wanted to go see it. So we yeah. just, like, we I think I had, like, three espressos. We had little, like, energy drinks because we just wanted to be pumped up as shit. You know what I mean? We're like, yes, let's get in there. Let's be crazy i had too much caffeine that day and during the show i was going nuts it was great i had a great time well you can see us on tv still if it's like the episode we were like right behind the the little like bitters row so you could like see us um and we were just scre- every time someone got out i was just like screaming my head off but then afterwards i felt like my whole body was empty like a shell it was crazy like just the crash from that was insane i had a class and i like just like went to the like little common area of where I was taking the glass and I just laid on the couch for like an hour and a half. I was just like, it truly felt like I was a ghost. It was intense. Do you think everyone else in the audience kind of felt the same way? I feel like the people in that show are bananas. Yeah, they definitely are doing the exact same thing I was doing. I really want to be on Prices Right. I think it'd be so much fun. Yeah, it was pretty fun to go. I wish I got on stage. Yeah. Do you remember our math teacher in high school, Mrs. Kreppel was on the show? Oh yeah. And they had, it was like one of those, you know, there was a set number and she would say a number and they would tell if it was lower or higher that number. Yes. And so she would say 13, they said higher, 14, higher, 15, higher, 17, lower, 18, lower. <laughs> she just skipped over the one number. Did she that do that? <laughs> she did. Oh, that's incredible. It's a real that's story. pretty funny. Oh, and she was our math teacher. That yeah. couldn't count effectively. That's fine. She taught, like, calculus instead. You don't count in calculus anymore. She's past sure. that. Who needs, who needs counting? Counting's overrated. I got another Yahoo answer. This one has actually already been answered, but I really loved some of the answers here. Okay. So it's, it's really simple. This is an entertainment music. This anonymous person asked, who is Vera Wang? So these answers sort of go... Um, in opposite chronological order. So the most recent one is first. Mm-hmm. Scott says, Vera Wang is an American fashion designer based in New York City. She is 71 years old. Great answer there. Helpful, I think. The previous one to that was from Jamie. Vera Wang is an American fashion designer based in New York City. <laughs> Pretty good too. Kathy was just before this. She got one thumbs down for this. A very famous clothes designer says Kathy. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, it's not as helpful, but it's pretty good. Yeah. A minute before that, this is the first answer. Sue Young said, and she got two thumbs down for this answer. She says, I don't know. <laughs> God, that's one of my favorite phenomenons on the internet possible, where people just like respond to something, which is like, I don't know, dude. Like, well, you, that was respond? voluntary. You didn't have to answer. Oh, 
That's so good. Yeah, that's pretty funny. Yeah, so you know, I I think Scott has answered this question pretty effectively, but I just wanted to I just wanted to highlight that. Yeah. Uh, can I can I answer the question too? Of course. Oh uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> oh, can I answer the question? Oh yeah, go ahead. Oh yeah, Vera Wang is a seventy-one-year-old American fashion designer based in New York City. Well, that's a good answer. Really helpful. Have Have y'all ever heard of? I just I had to look it up to confirm what this is. Have y'all ever heard of Cunningham's law? No. So nope. Apparently, it's this concept on the internet where the best way to get a right answer on the internet isn't to ask the question; it's to post the wrong answer. <laughs> So, do you think that guy was doing that? And, like, maybe they're just, like, playing 8D chess with us by going, I don't know. Just, like, so someone sees that, gets angry, and then answers the question. Hmm. (laughs) Good point. Maybe. You think it's, like, a false, like, this person is the one who asked it and then just immediately answered it with, I don't know. Did you almost call that a false flag? Is that is that not a false flag? <laughs> but like, but you cut yourself off before you said false flag. <laughs> you, oh, the that's, false that's flags are being planted throughout America. <laughs> <laughs> Here is another one in the movies category. This is a question asked 29 minutes ago by Orange Beer. This is his name. Who played Cry best in the movie? Oh, who played Cry best in movie? In the movie, yeah. Um, I believe the answer is Mel Gibson in Passion of the Cry. <laughs> yep, that's, that, that sounds right. Damn it, you got it. <laughs> yep, all right, that's that's good. Let's move on. Yes, please. All right, um, you know, maybe, Connor, you, you can help this person out. This gotcha. is in Education Reference and Homework Help. Ooh, uh, Anonymous asked, is health and social care a good subject to study? And they also asked the question, is it nurse? Ooh, hmm. is it nurse? Uh, is it nurse? Yeah, to answer your question, yes, it is nurse. Uh, but to answer your per- first question, no, it's a bad area of study. The only thing you should ever be doing is deep STEM educa- education. Everything else is a waste of time. I don't feel that way. Why was I going down that rabbit hole? No, yeah, that's that's good. That's a good answer. Yeah. STEM is the only um, thing anyone can study to be successful in life. Uh, you can find more about that on squaresspace.com. There's a whole uh, <laughs> STEM subsquare related to that. Thanks for saving that. Yes. All right. That was good. That was a good one. That was fun. Okay. Let's review, let's review that um, segment. Let's review that segment. Oh, yeah. What do y'all think? Um, I'm keeping it one thumb and another thumb up. Wow. Really? Yeah. Okay. That's out of four thumbs. So... <laughs> You know, I went on this betting website. Betting online is legal in the U.S. now. And I found some interesting bets that I wonder if you guys would be interested in. Yes. Yes, I here's, am Here's interested. the first one. Yeah, here's – you can get odds on all this stuff. So here's the first one. Who will the next pope after Francis I be? We have a bunch of cardinals I've never heard of. Cardinal Louis Antonio Tagle from the Philippines. Um, Patriarch Becara Peter Rye from Lebanon. That's great. Richard Dawkins is on here from the hmm. UK. That would be an interesting twist. Um, probably my favorite from Ireland is Bono. Excuse me. <laughs> you think he has a shot? Oh yeah. What are I mean, the What are the serious... rules on being the next pope? Can it just be anybody? I don't know. I'm guessing normally it's like a cardinal. You know. 
Yeah, I think that's part of it. Is isn't it like a bunch of cardinals all go sit in a room until they unanimously decide on which yeah, one? Yeah, they have to decide. Like, don't they smoke a lot or something? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's they they just like puff the cheap until they know who's gonna be the one. Whoever takes the biggest rip gets to be the pope. <laughs> I'm pretty I sure. Think, I don't know if Bono has a shot at that. Dude, yeah, you know old. Bono could take some fat <laughs> rips. Right. Uh, okay, sorry. I'm gonna I'm gonna push us off a little bit here. Did you guys hear about the recent controversy with controversy with the Pope? Controversy. No. Uh, no. The Pope's Instagram account uh, liked a photo of a Brazilian butt model. <laughs> uh, just, but the best, she's wearing like a schoolgirl uniform that's like showing her entire ass. Like that's the photo. <laughs> oh, so it is a little Catholic at least, right? It, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, but, exactly. Like, had, it's Catholic school-ish. Yeah, it's like, I mean, it's not helping, like, the Pope's image of, like, not being, like, a creepy old pedophile. But, like, scroll, like of all the fetishes to like, like, schoolgirl uniform might not have been the best one. But also, I get it. Like, well, yeah, the Pope the Pope's like scrolling through Instagram and goes, that ass was ordained by God, like. <laughs> <laughs> there is something holy about that ass. Yeah, exactly. But like I, I kind of respect the idea of a pope that also is just like you know what, dude? Like I made a vow of celibacy, but that ass is fucking incredible. Gotta send the like. That horny, holy like. Horny pope. A holy like. Yeah. Gotta love horny pope. Yeah, dude. Horny pope is my favorite uh, Johnny Knoxville movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Man, my favorite prank in that movie is when they go into confessional and a wiener comes out the side. <laughs> Like, what else would they fucking do in that movie? Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure, like, they slide the thing and he just, like, puts his wiener through. Or, like, puts his butthole up to it. And it's you like, come... why don't you smell these holy fu-? Like, I don't know. God, never mind. You no, come up for, for communion and that big hand from Jackass 3 slaps you across. <laughs> you sit down at the, per- the church pews and, like, uh, an airbag explodes underneath you and you fly. <laughs> Guys, like, why did why did Johnny Knoxville stop making awful movies, or like good awful movies? You know, totally. What happened to him? Jackass classic. Jackass is classic. Bad Grandpa Two, Electric Boogaloo, incredible. Yeah, of course. (laughs) Bad Grandpa, what a what a (laughs) what a movie. I have seen all of them. Like Good Grandpa. I'm sure yeah, there is a good grandpa. Some positivity back. The good yeah. grandpa? I think that's a movie, or I think that's a TV show on NBC. <laughs> the good, good grandpa. grandpa. Yeah. yeah, it comes on after the good doctor. Honestly, if they inserted bad grandpa into the good place, it would not. I think that would work. I'm. That's the crossover I'm looking for. Would, would it be too much to have like another character that's like supposed to be in hell but is in heaven? Is that like too repetitive, or can you just throw Bad Grandpa in there? I think you could throw Bad Grandpa. First well, yeah. off, implying that Bad Grandpa should be in hell. Bad Grandpa gave us all so much good. <laughs> and his name world. is Bad Grandpa. Yeah, yeah he's but bad. bad gr- yeah, but like in the good, like the in the good place, it's like utilitarian ideas, like where you're getting points or you're not getting points. So, like, I think Bad Grandpa has caused enough goodness in the world by making hmm. us all smile and laugh. Hmm. Or is it like he's bad, like it's a hot grandpa. Ooh, you like ba- like a baddie grandpa? Ooh, baddie <laughs> grandpa. Zaddy grandpa. Zaddy grandpa. Oh, dude, I love it. <laughs> All 
All right, we got some more uh, bets here. Oh, please. You can also bet on who will die first. They got some one-on-one matchups. That you can oh, okay. On. That's a good one. We got one Jay Leno versus David Letterman. David hmm. Letterman, 100%. I say Leno. He, he's favored. Say Leno? Yeah. Um, one of them is Donald Trump versus Vladimir Putin. Who will oh, die first? Trump, 100%. Yeah, Trump's dying before Putin. Yeah, Putin is strong. Strong yeah. like Russia. <laughs> <laughs> Strong like Rush. Guys, can we rename this the Putin cast? <laughs> Do you think we can get sponsored by like the CCCP or whatever? Yeah, is, that Russia? is that Russia? Okay. We could shut down by the CCP and shot. I'm abducted. I'm, the CC pod. The CC pod. Um here's another one. This is this is like just a yes or no. Bill Cosby dies in prison. Uh, there's the answer yes. no and the answer hey hey hey. <laughs> That's really That's funny. Really good. Uh, can I can I return back to the idea of Zaddy Grandpa real quick? Because I've been flipping through uh, Google search uh, Google images, and there are wow. some hot grandpas. I just gotta say. Mm. Screen share. That's a, that's the end of that thought. Prove it. But uh, show us okay. the grandpas. Uh, yeah, yeah, dude. Uh, hold up. We're about to do this. This is gonna be describe them, please. Yeah, hold on. I'll show you guys, but then I'll also describe. So we got a lot of, like, buff old men wearing tight shirts with some really well-kempt gray beards. Yeah, no, you're right. This is something to uh, structure a podcast around. Yeah, an audio-only podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah, but just describing them. Oh, I mean, yeah. I, I thought you did that so well, Connor. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. One day, I, I choose to take that to sincere. Good segment. Good One segment. day my grandma was driving in the car with some of my cousins. And they're talking about how all of the other old ladies that my grandma knows are jealous of her. And, it's, and they ask, oh, well, why? And it says, oh, because grandpa's a fox. And it's like, oh. why, well, why is he a fox? He's like, oh, because he's got hair. He's got white hair. <laughs> <laughs> that's all it takes is you got yeah. hair, you're a fox. That, that's a good point. I told you guys about the, uh, the story of when I was working at that pharmacy where the old man came in to talk to me about his boner pills. Will continue to tell us. Okay. Okay. So, so this dude comes in and like, you know, so I, I was in charge of just like, I was a clerk. So I grabbed uh, prescriptions and shit. And the dude comes in and he's like, really is really stoked on like his Viagra that he got. And he's like, yeah, I, you know, I was originally pretty embarrassed, but I met this nice woman in there and she was a nurse and she told me it was nothing to worry about. And I should just come in and get some Viagra. And let me tell you, it's been working great. And I'm like, dude, that's awesome. I'm really happy for you. But then like, he kept telling me more about it. He's like, yeah, like I never used to be able to like last this long, but like even in when I was younger, but now it's great. And I'm like, wow, that's, that's, that's really cool. And like looking desperately, like back at the technician being like, fill this fucking prescription, please. I'm done talking to this man. But yeah, dude, he fucked. Like he fucked, and it was great. I'm glad he felt the need to tell you. Oh, mm-hmm. I heard all about it. What is up with old people in general? Just needing to tell young people exactly what's going on. They don't give a shit anymore. They well, just, yeah, they why lost would that they? Inhibition. They're done. Like they realize that like once you get old, like consequences kind of stop existing for you because people will like just pass away any of like the weird shit you say. So I yeah, think they've gotten to that point. Pass away. Exactly. <laughs> they'll either they'll either pass or pass off the ideas, or you'll just pass away. <laughs> All right. Our next segment, we're going to go to the nearest gas station, and we're going to get gas station boner pills, and we're going to review them. 
Bring oh, it yeah. Rhino XXXXXXL. So are those things like actually just like, is it just the same thing as Viagra or are they like weird herbal supplements that just like make my dick hard? Man, I have no idea. I assume the rhino ones are like made of rhino horn, but like, I don't know what could possibly be in them where they're allowed to just sell them over the counter. I will give me, you guys vamp. I'm looking this up. Is this, what is this, like, 1849? People, like, grind rhino horn into dust and claim it's an aphrodisiac? Like, what the fuck is going on you've never gas you've, station boner pills? You've never heard of gas station boner pills? No. Oh, yeah, so next time you go to, like, 7-Eleven or something, look on, like, the counter. You'll see, like, they have, like, things that are, like, sometimes they have, like, a picture of a horse or a rhino or, like, a dinosaur. They have something that looks, like, manly or ferocious. Dinosaur! And it'll just say, like, XXL. And it has, like, just, like, a single large, like, big enough where you, I don't know, you could swallow it normally. (laughs) And sometimes they're, like, purple sparkly, and you're like, are they putting, like, glitter in this pill? What the fuck is this? Do you think they have, like, different animals based on the different capabilities of the pill? Oh, definitely. You know? T-Rex one makes your arms really short, but your wiener really long. That would, I mean, it's got to come from somewhere, right? So, <laughs> so uh, a ca- like a handful of these have sildenafil in them, which is Viagra, and oh, it's just like apparently Viagra that you don't need a prescription for. But then one of these just has a lidocaine in it, which is just a local anesthetic. <laughs> Wait, so you're supposed to just rub it on your wiener? I no, no, you uh, apply three or three or more spray. Do not exceed ten to head and shaft of penis ten minutes before sexual intercourse. Wait, it's a spray? It's a spray, it's a spray apparently. <laughs> so, not all of these, of course. Some of these are sprays. Some of these are literally just, you know, it's Viagra that you can buy over the counter. So if you're if you're with a girl, you go, go hang on, let me use the bathroom and get ready real quick. And they just hear... <laughs> from yes. The, <laughs> yes. The and then, like, you're starting to get hot and heavy. And you're like, hold on. And you check your watch. You're like, I need to wait four more minutes. <laughs> Hang on, I think I'm about to pass out. Yeah, God, because like you know, I, I because of like school and stuff, I've gotten to play around with lidocaine, and like, why would I spray that on my dick? Like, I've put it, I've injected it, and you know, like done the topical stuff, but like, God damn, dude, that sounds awful. Onto your dick. Hey, yeah, why spray it? The answer done, injected it and done the topical stuff already. Right. The answer is for her pleasure. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> I'm, I'm just being selfish here. I'm just thinking about me. <laughs> I should be thinking of all that lidocaine that's going to rub off inside of somebody. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, you think about that? I'm yeah, spraying totally. it on my You're dick. You're so right. <laughs> right? I didn't even think about that. Yeah, it's going to be gross, dude. <laughs> How insulted would you be if you, you know, like, been dating a girl for a while and she bought you one of these rhino pills or <laughs> lidocaine sprays? That would be the worst thing in the world. She's like... like even doesn't matter. There's no way we're getting through this with anything other than medicine. <laughs> it's just yeah. not. You can't do anything else. What's meaner? She comes back with some like blue pills from gas station, or she's like, "Hey, I set you up with a doctor's appointment to get you some Viagra." It's <laughs> like, oh man, you're going through legitimate <laughs> medical routes. That like this must really be a problem for you. Either I'm way, sorry. it is rude. Just it's to very spring rude. on, <laughs> spring on somebody randomly so that you've made them a doctor's appointment. <laughs> Yeah, it's, I talked to a doctor and we're going to get you some Viagra because, like, sorry, dude, but little Connor's not really working for me. <laughs> we need medium-sized Connor. So, yeah, next segment, next time.
yeah. burner pills. <laughs> next, I, li- yeah. I live right next to a gas station. I'll run down there and just get every boner pill I can find. <laughs> I think that should be a good recurring segment. Um, Connor tries strange medicine. Oh I'm yeah, not- let's just like let's just give you anything we can think of. Yeah, I'll, I'll make sure to do that. I'll uh, just send me some set like click go to every porn site and click on everything that is like grow your dick five times the size it is now and just send them to me and I'll try them five times. That would be yeah, dude. Five inches would be, be great. Lot. Well, it, but if it's five inches for each pill, eventually, <laughs> eventually, it's gonna be crazy. Do they start like yeah? Does it like compound? Comp- yeah, like, it's got do, a stack. Do I go from do I go from like one to five to twenty five to one hundred and twenty five inches? Definitely. Oh, dude, I want to be. A... What would you Especially... do? Okay, uh, what would you do with a hundred and twenty five inch dick? Go to the doctor. <laughs> <laughs> I would make a Halloween costume of one of those like tripods from War of the Worlds. Ooh, okay. Sort of lean forward, and that would be, you know. But it's a, it's ten feet long, Garrett. Oh, ten, ten um, feet. Like, <laughs> maybe like a pogo stick then, you Ooh. know, just sort of. Okay. Well, at that point, you you know, like how fishing fishing rods were those like the little cranky spools. You gotta like spool it up. Yeah, the rail. Oh yeah. I'm tying mine as a lasso, and I'm gonna go out there and just hook some people. <laughs> yeah. Like a fashionable scarf. Oh yeah, be good. Or like you know how people like wear like serpents around their neck, yeah. like big cobras. Oh, you yeah, mean monsters. cool people? Oh, we have different interpretations of that. Yeah, the worst, the worst vagrants. Yeah, totally. I've always told myself that hey, if life ever goes really wrong, at least I could like get a lizard or a snake and just make that my whole personality. There's always a backup plan. God, why? Why are reptile people just so into their pet? Like, you know, like dog people can be annoying. I get it, but like, I've never met a reptile person I identified with at all. Well, it's because they identify with something that's cold and lifeless. I guess so. <laughs> that's about lifeless. They move. I mean, and that's yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I'm pretty sure they're dumb enough to like not like feel affection for you. They're just like that thing is safe. I am happy being near safe thing. Or warm. But like, what if it's a big snake? Those things don't seem safe. Yeah, I, I, just, I don't agree. I hate these monsters. I'm not a zero reptiles. Reptiles oh, yeah. are bad. Oh yeah, Kari, you really hate snakes, huh? I do. I'm horrified of snakes, but like, I also don't love lizards either. I like I like looking at lizards, but I'm not going to own one. Yeah, owning a lizard seems like you do that if you live in a place with no lights and it's always wet on the walls. Yeah, you live like in a damp, dark cave. <laughs> You've got a lot of those like purple grow lights that people use for pot, but you are not growing any pot. Yeah, you just exactly. decide to style your apartment <laughs> with those. <laughs> Yeah, I just like the fluorescent lights. I think they look nice. It's like Crazy. they don't. You guys fucking hate lizard people. <laughs> Dude, I really don't. I like. I just. I don't get it, man. And maybe it's because I'm like such a fan of like small, fluffy animals. And, like We're I mammal love that people. so much. I'm a mammal life. person. Dude, mammal that's, people. That's fair. One of my professors came on. Uh, like we were in a Zoom call before they were ready. So like, just a couple of the professors were shooting the shit. And my professor had a lizard and her bird with her. And just somebody else, one of the other professors just goes like, God, Dr. X, that's why you're still single. (laughs) (laughs) Which is brutal, but also very true. Very funny. 
It's hard to argue with that. Is it, isn't it interesting to get like two pets that would definitely eat each other though? Cat like, and a dog. Li- like a big lizard eat a eat a bird. Yeah, or just like a cat and a bird. Or a, well, a yeah, human and a dog. Or a human <laughs> and a cat. Or or a human and any animal really. Explain the situation where I'm eating dogs. Or cats. Well, the cat, so dog, you're like out in, I don't know, the Iditarod, and you one of the dogs dies and you have to eat one because you're going to starve. Cat is the other way around. Cat eat you. <laughs> cat will eat you. But Jared, if I'm out in the Iditarod, and like I'm assuming I have like a partner on this journey with me, and we get stranded, like I'll eat the dog, but I'm also eating the person at some point. You you have eight partners, and all of them are dogs, I believe, in the Iditarod. <laughs> Am I also a dog in this scenario? Yeah, you're all yeah. Just doing, you're, It's just nine dogs. Is this dogs. a plot of Call of the Wild? I don't think I've seen Call of the Wild, but I have seen Balto and Snow Dogs. <laughs> Snow Dogs is the most important of those movies. Yeah, I is, that, is that Ice Cube in Snow Dogs? No, it's um, Cuba Gooding Jr. Oh, man. Am I just... Was that just very racist? What? What am I, I think you get away with it. They both have cube in their name. It's fine. Well, ice, ice, snow, I get that too. What were we talking about? I don't oh, know. Oh, we were taking bets. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Good segment. <laughs> Thank you. Good segment. <laughs> there are also, so there are also, these are, I don't know which is more morbid. The death bracket bets or these ones. So these are all bets about, basically about global warming. Oh. Um, oh, no. You can bet. On basically, if um, you know temperature indexes reach a new high or low, um, what would the CO two measurement be for November twenty twenty? The line is four eighteen parts per million. Oh man! You People want to bet on anything. On yeah, there's a lot you can bet on. Uh, this is good. So the line for November is four eighteen. The line for December you can also bet on is four nineteen. So. Yeah, that's exciting. Do you understand what those numbers mean? Because, like, I understand that 419 is larger than 418, but other than that, I don't know what the fuck's going on. I understand there are consequences. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there are consequences. <laughs> there will. Yeah, like, PP, PPM is definitely parts per million. But, like, I don't know. I, I don't, like, I don't understand what raising by that no- amount actually means. But I think it just means that, like, I, it's immoral for me to have children. You can also bet on table tennis. We got some uh, lines for the Armenian International Table, Te- table Tennis Cup League. Um, basically, there's a bunch of names that I cannot pronounce. Although one of these people is Tatiana Tatianina. Oh, nice. That's, That's a name. Her name. first and last name. Busted down. Um, Tatianina. Playing against Natalia Kemilevskaya. Oh, yeah. So, of course. She's famous. Um, She's great. Tatiana is favored, so mm. that's good for her. I'm more of a fan of Natia- Natalia uh, Katastiana. Was I oh, close? Yeah, big fan. Was I close? <laughs> Am I close? <laughs> I don't know. Probably. <laughs> I hope so. Um, there's also this 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 one I really like. Um, you can bet not on football but on Madden football. <laughs> so you know how like. Madden, you can simulate a game, right? It'll just have the computer play against each other. Um, And there's a mad, there are a couple matches coming up um, in about three hours today that that we can bet on. Um, The Chargers are playing the Cardinals, which is great. 
with their updated rosters. Mm. Um, you can bet on whether the final score will be odd or even. Seems great. I think um, even. Every time, some of these okay. over-unders are ridiculously high. I'm so, putting you know, all like, my money on even right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, you know, like, football games, like, a, a, a kind of typical score is, like, you know, 24 to 30, whatever. That's yeah. a total of, like, 54 points. You know, some of these Madden games, the total score you can bet on over-under is up 80, 90 points. <laughs> are you so serious? Apparently, the, these video game scores are, are, are much well, yeah, It's definitely easier to score points in a video game than it is in real life. But it's not even a real person playing the video game. <laughs> it's two computers. Right? It's, just, it's just two computers, and I guess, I don't know, even know if they stream it or they just fucking tell you who <laughs> I think every time you click on like the sports betting website for Madden, it should just redirect you to the site, the website for Gamblers Anonymous. That's a good point. Yeah. Like honestly, at that point, it's like, dude, like either bet on better things or like you should get help. Mostly get help. Well, and they have you know prop bets even for these Madden games. What's first, it? you can bet on the first team to score. In the Madden simulated game. So whoever wins the coin flip, then? Probably. Okay, I've got a, I got a quick money-making scheme for us, okay? Oh, yes, okay. please. Um, do, get... Wait, do we want to reveal this on the podcast? Yes, definitely. Okay. So we get, we get like a dog, right? And we put like two different pieces of bread on the ground, and we just take bets for which piece of bread he's going to eat. We can we can make a lot of money by money on this. Because people take bets. We're bookies. How do people make bets on normal stuff? Oh, we're the bookies. Yeah, we're the bookies. Can I be the dog? Yeah, you be. We'll dress you up (laughs) as a dog, (laughs) and we'll just put one. We'll like write in sharpie one on one piece of bread and two on the other, and people just bet on one or two. (laughs) You will have to eat sharpie later. Can it please not be sharpie? Can we like dab food coloring or something on it, please? I only have a sharpie. Okay. That's <laughs> I mean, I have some food color we can use. Yeah, but it's no? my bread. Okay. Okay, I'll do the bread. Yeah, then. while we lose money on buying the bread. Oh, I never thought about how expensive bread is nowadays. <laughs> but is it? Do you just like bet on which like type of bread, like wheat versus yeah? Which one, which was the dog gonna go for? God, which one Connor's going to go for? Which one Connor's going to go Well, at that point, we'll just know what type of bread he likes. <laughs> well, we just have to make sure no one else figures that out. Yeah, very it true. Is, there's only going to be like six rounds. Eventually, you're going to realize it's like, yes, I like like two different types of breads the most. <laughs> and nothing else. Yeah. What if, Connor, what if Connor gets full and he doesn't want to eat any bread? I always want to eat bread. That's not a problem. Okay. Well, there you go. Jared, I like the idea. Thank you. Yeah, we just come up with more things to bet on. We can, if that's if they're doing Madden games, we can do anything. Yeah, I'm also looking for more excuses for you to dress me up in costumes, so that also works. You know, we can do that without money. You can, but it's funnier if we make money doing it. You know, making money's always funny. Right? Maybe we could get some likes from the Pope, you know. Oh, oh yeah, I, you get, sorry, am you I get be open that assless. <laughs> I, could be, I could get a sexy dog costume. Oh, they! I'm. Sh- I literally know that they exist. Yeah, I. Uh, I was watching old last week tonight's, and there is sexy John Oliver costumes, which is. Pr- uh-huh. I. That's. I think that's incredible. 
take up there's like the least sexy person in the world and make him sexy sweater with glasses like it it was basically just like a checkered button-down shirt with like well-fitting blazer and then like no pants (laughs) that works yeah maybe like thigh highs or something i don't know we could do like we could body paint you like a dog maybe like a dalmatian okay okay paint your dick red uh, (laughs) implying it's not already red thank you very much fair point <laughs> did you take one of those not those rhino pills one of those dog xxx pills oh yeah, yeah they I, have I took, yeah they have the ones where it, it it is specifically to make your penis look like a dog penis yeah, yeah. the weird part is, is how it like slips in and out of my body now but like it's fine <laughs> when you stand up your balls go inside yeah well they always have did you <laughs> oh did you know that sumo wrestlers train to be able to suck their balls back inside of them I actually did know that, which is surprising. <laughs> okay, okay, hold on. Do you do you know why you know that, Jared? How do two out of three people on the podcast know what that is? How the fuck do you guys know that? Mm, I don't uh, know I how I know it. it. Be, okay, Jared, I think I know why. I think that was on an episode of Mansers. It, oh, man. Mansers. What a terrible show. Oh, excuse me. Mansers was so good. It, like I was right in the pocket being like 14 years old, full of testosterone, horny as shit, and just get to watch Mansers and also pique my curiosity about like <laughs> shitty science. And that was the perfect show for me at that time. I would go ahead and say that Spike TV Network is maybe the most sexist thing to ever happen in America. Oh, <laughs> yeah, Spike TV is disgusting, and that's why it was perfect for, like, a horny 14-year-old. Thousand Ways to Die was fun. Thousand Ways to Die is really good. What else What else did Spike have? Video Nair. Game Awards, I think, oh, at one point. Do they still host the Video Game Awards? Maybe. Does Spike still exist? Totally. Hopefully. You know, you got a point. I don't know if I can imagine anything more sexist than video game awards on Spike TV. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> Truly. Dude, right? Like, how do we isolate more women? Perfect. <laughs> right. Yeah, we'll talk about Halo for two hours. That won't isolate anybody. <laughs> uh, okay, back to super wrestlers pulling their balls up inside of them. Like, uh-huh. yeah, because I think there's, like, a muscle attached to that cord that you can flex and, like, train on pulling them back up. Because it's, like, uh, it's like an autonomic thing normally. Because, like, when you get scared or cold, they, like, pull back into you. But you can get some control over that muscle. Interesting. Right? Hmm. Is that that useful for sumo wrestling? Probably not. Like, I don't understand. I mean, you're wearing, like, what is essentially, like, a diaper, Right. Right. And then, so you don't have a lot of control, like, cushion for Du Bois if anything happens. There's yeah, a lot of, like, like... a big diaper. There's a lot of, like, diaper grabbing, though. You know what I mean? They'll, like, use that as, like, a handle to, like, try and throw you around. People will grab oh, it. Oh, is that so a I, thing? Yeah, I'm sure. It's like a... You oh, can so, grab it, so people it. can't use your, your, your testicles as a, as a handle, basically? Yeah, exactly. Well, no, because... Well, because okay. the ball sack doesn't retreat also. It's just the balls inside of them. So you just got a flappy sack. You know, Less of a handhold, probably. Maybe. I wonder if drag queens are aware of this skill. I'm sure they are. Because it would be so much easier than just, like, trying to, to... If you could just, like, do it with your mind and not have to, like, manually tuck, I'm sure that would be way easier. That would be pretty sweet. Although, like, I'm pretty... Like, you might be able to, like, pull the bait in, but you can't pull, like, the tackle box also. Like, well, yeah, that's what that tape's guy's for. sticking out. That's what tape's yeah, for. That, you're right. No, you're right. That would be a good TV show. 
sumo wrestlers and drag queens just sort of it's just uh, it's all about ball control teaching each other so many things i was gonna say can it be like a queer eye thing but like they both teach each other about each other's cultures <laughs> that'd be fun i like really i would I, zero joke i would love to watch that i would yeah, love would to be watch a, a, a traditional sumo wrestler learn about drag culture and a drag a drag queen learn about sumo culture <laughs> that'd be so good Good segment. Good segment. Okay, well, let's do a quick review. Let's do a quick review. <laughs> um, it gets uh, it gets a thumb up, one thumb up, and one pointer finger up. Is wow. that better or worse? I don't know. We'll fight. We'll okay, figure that out. <laughs> uh, I like that segment because we digressed a lot. Yeah, that's a good segment. Good segment. All right, everyone. Thanks for listening to the first episode of Commercial Break. Signing off for Garrett, Connor, and Jared. Good night. I love you. See you soon.